Hey friend, just a quick note before we start with today's episode. Uh, You may have heard in my earlier episodes that I was announcing a three-day event that I was planning to have from June 27th to the 30th on my personal Facebook page. And unfortunately, I fell ill right before I was scheduled to do that. And so I've had to move it. So if you want to check it out, you did not miss anything. It is called Believe the Art of Walking in Faith. And I will be hosting this three-day event on starting on July 11th. And it'll go to the 13th and it'll be at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time each of those evenings from July 11th to the 13th. So I hope to see you on my Facebook page for that. Again, it's at Rochelle Weiss on Facebook. Hey, friends, this is episode 34 of Faith, Fitness, Joy, seven things to expect on your spiritual awakening and growth journey. It seems like there are a lot of people moving through or embarking on a spiritual awakening or a spiritual growth journey right now, and it can be really confusing at times and challenging to navigate these on your own. At least that's what I have found out in my own journey, and this is especially true if you aren't really sure what to expect from it. So today I am laying out seven things that I've experienced through my own spiritual journey that you may find helpful as you move through your own. So go get comfy and join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is Faith Fitness Joy and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith, Fitness, Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is the podcast for you. All right, welcome to episode 34 of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Today, I'm discussing what you may start experiencing as you are in a phase of spiritual growth or awakening. Having recently gone through this myself, I experienced several things that you may not expect or understand if you have not yet experienced a spiritual awakening or a season of rapid and deep spiritual growth. Some of the things to expect if you are embarking on a spiritual growth journey or if you are at the beginning of one are, number one, you will be set apart. Number two, you will feel lost or alone at times. Number three, confusion or disorientation. Four, old behaviors and beliefs will resurface or become more challenging to break. Five, feeling drawn to nature. Six, noticing signs and synchronicities. And seven, heightened intuition. So a bit over a year ago, I started a coaching program, which I thought was for health and fitness. And it was. Um, But when I went into it, that's what I was going into it for, I was looking for um, just trying to break some plateau and some things that I was wanting some help with, with regard to my own weight loss, as well as my health. Um, And, but it was a lot more than that when I actually got into it. And a major component of this program was self-healing, 
which also set me on this path of rapid spiritual growth. I would say that my spiritual awakening had actually started a couple years prior to this, um, maybe even a little bit further back than that. Nonetheless, this program definitely accelerated and deepened this whole process for me, um, and it also gave me a lot of tools, and I've learned a lot from it. Now, while I thought I was just doing some inner work to try to get to the root of some of my challenges with weight loss and other aspects of my health, God was actually guiding me inward, yes, for healing, but also for my spiritual growth. Through all this, I deepened my connection with God. I received answers to questions that I have sort of had my whole life related to religion Um, And I discovered and activated my spiritual gifts and I found my purpose and my calling, something that I had been searching for for well over 20 years. It also gave me a new understanding and perspective on the true meaning behind many Bible verses. And it helped me to understand why God wants us to have a relationship with him. This is more than I could possibly cover in a single podcast episode, and it's not really what I want to focus on for today anyway. Um, So I have noticed over recent years that it seems like there is this increasing number of people having similar experiences or going through similar spiritual growth, or they're at the beginning of a spiritual awakening. So I thought it would be helpful to discuss some of the things to expect as you continue through that process, especially if um, you have not, you're not really familiar with this and this is all new to you. And also because some of these things that I experienced um, didn't really seem related or make sense as sort of part of a spiritual growth journey, if you will. And so, and also I had to figure a lot, a lot out on my own. Um, So I've, in looking back, I've, really kind of seen that there was these sort of pieces to this process um, and some things that I think would be helpful for others just to know as sort of what to expect. Um, So let's get into what you may experience on your own spiritual growth journey. So the first thing is just be aware that you will be set apart in some way or another. In my case, this was one of the first things that happened, if actually I think it was kind of the first thing that happened um, after I started going on this inner healing path that I had mentioned earlier. Now, I was already planning on moving from my lifelong home in California to Montana, but I had no idea at that time that God was planning to use this, of course, um, in a different way for me. In hindsight, I think that he led me to move specifically for this reason, to set me apart, to separate me from any and all distractions and people. Now, it's not because everyone in my life was bad or negative or doing anything deliberately or anything like that. It's just kind of how God works. And it's just that he wanted to shift my attention and focus entirely to him and to my growth. And also in hindsight, he was answering some things that I had been praying for and about for a very long time. Again, this is only something I came to understand um, in reflecting back later. And if you find people in your life falling away, or it seems like the forces of the universe are sort of like opening up and 
like moving to keep you separated from other people for most of your time, then I would advise that you trust that this is necessary and it's for your good and it's for your spiritual growth. It doesn't have to mean that you'll never have any of these people in your life again. Um, although it's also important to note that it is very likely that some of these people may, you know, fall kind of out of your life. It may be the case that, in, you know, for some of these people, um, that's what will happen. And it doesn't, you know, it's not good or bad. It's just part of the process as you turn your focus inward and upward. Trust that this is God's way of providing you the time and the space that you need for this growth. The second thing is that you will feel lost or alone at times. So given the first point, this may seem obvious, right? But you will feel very alone and lost at times. As people close to you start to fall away or as God separates you to minimize distractions, you will feel alone. And um, I have found also that sometimes God gets quiet during this process, which may seem counterintuitive, but trust that this is not because he has abandoned you or turned away or kind of left you floating alone, alone out there. It's more him creating the space for you to figure some things out and work through some things for yourself. It's like when you teach your kid how to ride a bike, right? There's a point that you let them go and you let them pedal along um, and you're not holding the bike for them anymore. And even if they fall down, it's still the best way for them to get the hang of riding a bike, right? So it's kind of a similar thing here. This is also how God guides you inward. We are conditioned to look outside of ourselves for answers when we have the answers within us. And I learned through my own spiritual growth process that feeling alone or confused is actually guidance for you to go within through meditation. <clears throat> you cannot hear that still small voice, aka your intuition, if you're always looking outside of yourself for answers. Now, while God wants us to seek him, he also wants us to learn how to find answers within ourselves. Many of us don't realize it, but God has given us the power of co-creation. Um, he's given us the gift of intuition. He's given us a lot of abilities and spiritual gifts that are very much latent in most of us because we're, we just don't use them. Um, and in order to tap into these, we have to learn how to go within ourselves and we have to learn how to connect with him as well as um, dialing into our own intuition, if you will. So the third thing that happens is confusion or disorientation. So as you move further along your spiritual growth journey, you will go through what I think of as a shedding process. Long-held beliefs, behaviors, and understandings will just be like shattered and obliterated or released as new truths are revealed and as you grow more and more spiritually. This will naturally cause confusion and it can also feel really disorienting. Everything that you thought you knew and understood starts to crumble as you gain new understanding and as your connection within yourself as well as your connection to God deepens. It is very similar to the red pill in the movie The Matrix where, you know, it's like once you gain this new awareness and understanding and as you grow more spiritually, you cannot see things the same way again. Like there's, it's like there's no going back because your, your whole paradigm and your, um, 
view of things and your perception is completely different. So there's this time of feeling confused and disoriented as you're kind of like acclimating to this new understanding. And this is because you're shifting from walking by the flesh to walking by the spirit. I believe this is what is meant in verses like Romans 12, uh, 2, where it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. As you allow yourself to be led more by the spirit and not the flesh, as you loosen the grip of the things of this world from you and move closer to God, the world will start to feel a bit foreign and confusing for a while. It's just part of the growth process. Number four, old beliefs or and behaviors will resurface or become more challenging for you to break. So there will be a point in your spiritual growth journey where you will quite naturally and of your own accord start to... Um, shed behaviors, thought patterns, and habits that no longer serve you. And this can be things like drinking, smoking, eating junk food, um, watching TV, listening to certain types of music, um, and a number of other things. It's kind of like, you know, whatever it is that um, seemed really important to you or that you liked to do that maybe wasn't the best use of your time or maybe wasn't the best thing for you. Um, you just kind of start to lose interest in these things and, um, you start to like, just really not want to engage in them anymore. It'll just start to kind of happen like that. At least that was my experience with it. Um, and interestingly, as you move into each new level of your spiritual growth, um, and a lot of people talk about this, um, or refer to it as like leveling up or up leveling, um, it's sort of like as you go through each of these up levels or new growth spurts, um, a lot of times these things will suddenly pop back up into your mind um, and you'll find yourself kind of battling with them again. This can take months, weeks, days. I mean, it, it's it's going to vary by person and it's all, um, it's just all part of the process and it's different for everyone and it's a normal part of it. I have come to learn that this is actually your ego dying. It's the part of you that has been running the show up until this whole spiritual growth process started. It's the part of us that likes the familiar, even if it isn't what's good for us and even if it is the exact opposite of what we really want. Whether we like it, like to admit it or not, people do not like the unknown. And a spiritual awakening and spiritual growth is a voyage into and through the unknown. So naturally, the part of our mind designed to keep us safe fights back and it works really hard to keep us in familiarity, a.k.a. safety. Um, and the best advice that I can give you for this part of this whole process is to give yourself a lot of love and a lot of grace during this phase. Do the best that you can and remind yourself of the things that you've learned and why you have let go of these things that are kind of coming back up in the first place. And the good news is that by this point in time, depending on how you're moving through this, you know, if you're 
you know, meditating a lot and you're following a lot of the things that I talk about in some of my other episodes um, and you're really, you know, um, staying closely connected with God and, and you kind of have a clear sense of where you want to evolve and grow with this, um, you will have gotten really good at recognizing these things when they come up again and what's really going on. And you'll start to recognize like, oh, this is the ego thing. This is that part of me that doesn't want to, you know, move into this new way of being because it's foreign and it's unfamiliar and it's scary. And so the faster you get at recognizing it, the faster you get at releasing it and moving through it and continuing to move forward um, with your next stage of growth. Um, it's just important to keep in mind that this is iterative. Um, it's a process that happens in layers. Um, and just, you know, keep moving through it the best you can and keep giving yourself grace and, um, just keep looking for what you can learn from things as they come up. Uh, number five is feeling drawn to nature. So you are going to want to be outside more. You are going to want to get away, so to speak, from the noise of life and be out in nature. The stronger your connection to God becomes, the stronger the pull you will feel to his creation. You will find a newfound appreciation for every creature, for the plants around you, for the earth, the rocks, everything. I have found it seems to look more beautiful each day as if my sight is changing. Um, And I believe that this is because it does. It actually does change because you're changing inside. Um, and so through all of the shedding and changing and transformation that you're experiencing through this process, you make more room within yourself for God. As 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 to 20 say, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are brought are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So through the shedding of all these old beliefs and behaviors and allowing yourself to walk by the spirit more and by the flesh less, then you make more room for God to dwell within you. He always has, but now you're giving him more space. You're giving him a much larger place in your temple, your body. And as a result, you start to feel how connected you really are to all of creation. And as a result, you're just going to want to be in it more. Um, The sixth thing is you will notice signs and synchronicities. Um, And I've done a couple episodes around this um, in the podcast uh, on signs and synchronicities and the different ways that God speaks to us. So I'm not going to repeat all of that here. But just like how you will feel more connected and drawn to nature, you will also notice more signs and synchronicities. As you strengthen your connection to your inner self and God, you will start to become more attuned to the many ways God speaks to us. God uses signs and synchronicities to help us know when we are in alignment, when we are moving along in the right direction, um, we are being guided by him. And so he will use a variety of things to do this, like all of creation, um, numbers, other people, even music and television. 
Um, I mean, like, I know there's been times where I'll just be driving along and I'm not really paying that much attention to the song and I'm thinking about something. And then all of a sudden, like, a certain lyric in the song will just jump out at me and it's like totally a direct answer to something I'm thinking about or praying about. So that's an example of the kinds of things that will start to happen. Um, because you're more connected to him through spiritual growth, you're going to be able to receive these messages much e more easily than you would have before. Um, your intuition is going to help confirm this for you, which brings me to the last of the many experiences you will have through spiritual growth or awakening number seven, which is heightened intuition. Now, we all have a sixth sense or extra senses, whether people want to believe it or not. Most of us just don't use them um, or we use them very little. If you've ever seen one of those shows where, you know, they have somebody talking about like how they survived some dangerous situation or even on like the news or something like that when, um, you know, someone's talking about how they, you know, narrowly escaped being shot or, you know, there was someone like lurking around following them and, um, they just got a bad feeling about it or whatever, right? Like we've all kind of seen these different stories on TV or whatever. Like you may have noticed these people often talk about how they knew something was off or they had a bad feeling or they got this pit of the stomach feeling or something like that, right? Um, and it's always like right before the incident happened when, you know, they recall like having that feeling or they just like sensed that something wasn't right. That is your sixth sense. That is your intuition. It is built in for survival. Yes, but it's not, that's not the only reason it's there. In fact, I don't even think that's necessarily the primary reason it's there. I just think it's like one of the reasons. Um, I have come to learn that it is given to us by God. And there are so many passages in the Bible that speak to this as well. Um, I think that it's put there as a way for us to be able to connect to him. I think that it's put there as a way for us to um, co-create and um, just use these extra abilities that he's given us. But we are, we're not really taught about that. And we're also like kind of led to look outside of ourselves for answers or um, like we don't necessarily really grasp that we have these abilities or this, these extra senses given to us by God. But here are a few passages in the Bible that talk about this very thing. And there's, there's way more than this. These are just the ones that <clears throat> like really strike me as I think about all this. Um, so the first one is second Timothy verse one, um, second Timothy one verse seven. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Um, Ephesians 3 verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. Colossians uh, 1.11. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Matthew 17 verses 20 to 21. If ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you. 
Our intuition is one of the amazing abilities that God has given us, but it has to be worked just like a muscle in order to get stronger. And we can work it through things like meditation and going inward and connecting to God daily. And when you're when you're doing these meditations and you're seeking connection with God and you're asking him for answers, part of this is part of the way that you can work this you know, muscle, so to speak, of intuition is to spend the time in quiet meditation, you know, taking these deep breaths and waiting for the answer to come through. It might come through as an image. It might come through. You might hear it. It might drop in as a thought. You might suddenly know the answer. I mean, there's a number of different ways that this can happen, but that is what that is how God will speak to you. And one of the reasons that I think he encourages us to seek a relationship with him and to meet him daily, it says in the Bible, um, because it's a way for you to literally talk to God and receive guidance from him. Um, and as you follow your spiritual growth or awakening process, your intuition is going to grow stronger and you may even begin to notice um, extra senses activate or heighten even further. So I'll leave it at that for today. Um, these have been the experiences that I have had over the course of my own spiritual awakening and growth. I am by no means done or learning, um, done growing or learning, of course. I don't believe we ever are. I believe we are lifelong learners. And um but in reflecting back on this past year and the things that I've learned, these are many of the things that I experienced along the way in my own <clears throat> growth and awakening. And I had to figure a lot of it out on my own as I went. And so I thought it would be helpful to outline them here for others um, who may be early in the process or maybe just beginning. Um, so um, I hope you find this helpful in your own spiritual awakening and growth. Um, all right. So that concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy. I'd love to hear from you. Please share your thoughts in the comments. Um, if you find this helpful and you want to continue the pursuit of Faith, Fitness, and Joy with me, please like and subscribe. And you can also find Faith, Fitness, Joy on Facebook and Instagram or check out the website at faithfitnessjoy.com. Thanks so much for listening and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.